Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations. Tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. So how excited on a scale of one to ten are you about our up and coming <laughs> glamping trip? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I, I, no, I need a number. Believe I'm doing. Oh, oh god. What we've really oh god. Well I want to say ten, because actually I am really excited because I'm excited yeah. to see you and I'm excited to see the kids. I'm excited for the kids to see each other. Yes. There's a lot that I'm excited for. I'm not excited about like no power, like no hair tongs (laughs) I can't do my like proper face routine no that that would be looming large I think on your (laughs) agenda I'm more concerned about the rain it's gonna be raining all weekend oh what do you know what though I think it's it's not like we're going for two weeks no and we can cope with it and I think it will be fun if we just like don't worry about uh, like our appearance or oh like, yeah I'm not worried about that I'm cold. gonna be so drunk like, I think. yeah that's what I mean I think we just need to make the best of it don't yeah. we yeah I mean I'm excited I'm never... excited have you been camping before yes of course I, I mean lo- like as a child <laughs> we used to go camping a lot like camping loomed large in our lives um and we used to go to France and so it was generally quite warm we used to go and like drive across get on the ferry and then go driving through France and like pitch up tents places and stay in Chambre d'Ote and do all that kind of shit so like I love it I really do love it taking the kids camping however we've only done once before and that wasn't proper (laughs) camping so I think this is just going to be they are so excited um we had the blow up beds arrive today like we the grown-ups have got like so you and James have got a proper bed we've got a proper bed but then the kids are on blow-ups on the floor in the tents is that right yeah yeah that's what that's what I'm doing in fact actually I've just thought about that I didn't get one for Gigi so she'll be in a cot which you can climb out of <laughs> as long as you don't send her towards my tent I'm fine yeah in fact yeah no I will I'll just leave a little light outside your tent <laughs> that she can guide herself I would just like it. to say as well to anyone that does proper camping this Georgia just said have you been proper camping this is not that is it this is this is clamping <laughs> like there's a bar and a barbecue and stuff so we're gonna have a yeah, great but time I feel like this is a beginner's for me yes, I, have, I have genuinely never been camping ever Ever, ever, ever before. <laughs> the only time I've ever slept in a tent was in a neighbour's garden. And even then my dad came to get me at like 
10 o'clock because he was like she's gonna hate this and then also I'm my husband is the type of person that asks for a pillow menu when you go to a hotel what? so we're probably not like the best people but we're just gonna throw ourselves right in so I think glamping is like our limit right yes. now but we might love it and then next year we'll be like proper campers proper glampers you just don't know do you plus also I'm throwing Georgia into the deep end because <laughs> we're basically going away with 25 of my mates Georgia hasn't met any of them yet um, um but I just think we're gonna have such a good time there'll be lots of lots of drinking lots of like kids playing together and we're going to the pub on Saturday if it's if it's a, a washout we'll just go to the pub and decamp there yeah exactly we'll be fine but it's exciting it's exciting <laughs> um now off the back of our wonderful podcast on Tuesday with Illy Morrison we um decided to have a conversation around birth obviously Illy is a mum a midwife and she's a birth debrief debrief facilitator I still find that hard to say where she basically um you know offers a service where people can come and talk to her about their traumatic births and try and process them and try and be okay with them again yeah, like um, they sort of like unpick what yes. happened, like come to terms with it. I think it is a service that you can request, um, you know, like through your, you know, wherever you give birth, you can you can kind of request it. But there, as far as I know, there's not really anyone else doing this, mm. um, in the same way that she does. And oh gosh, like even just speaking to friends who've listened to the podcast, they're so excited by this service, and they mm. think it's going to help so many people um so yeah yeah I mean it's something we didn't know about no um, absolutely before. not so I'm could I'm have hoping done with it to be fair yeah exactly I'm hoping that anyone who listened to it um you know listen to the podcast or if you haven't then go back and have a listen you know there might be someone who you can point in Illy's direction or you might want to speak to her yourself so although I heard, I heard Illy talking yesterday on her Instagram and she was like oh um you know I've had a few more bookings and actually I've only got one booking left for September so I think you've got to be quite quick I think she's a lady in demand um but obviously yeah, Georgia and I one of our favourite things to do is to ask people about their birth stories and we love talking about um, our own experiences as well and I think actually we both kind of go up and down with regards to the fact that we're not going to go through the process mm. of giving birth again um, and I actually replay mine quite a lot and think what would I have done differently on reflection and you know the first time round was so traumatic for me that the second time round I just wanted to take away all of the pain and all of the exhaustion and just get the epidural done quite early um, yeah. so yeah, how, how do you feel about yours? Um, oh God, it's, I mean, I came away from both feeling quite positive and I, I'm pretty lucky to, you know, to feel that way, I think. Um, yeah, both my experiences were positive, but they were both completely different. So mm. with Axel, I was induced, I had an epidural, um, I was, you know, on the labour ward. Whereas with Gigi, it was all very, very, very quick um like no pain relief just and I don't feel like any more proud of either do you know what I mean I, I, I'm I feel great about both of them that's great George yeah I know I yeah I do feel lucky um that I had a good experience both times and I think that comes down to lots of different reasons so I think the care that I had we you know we both lived in Cheltenham we were out of London um and I think the hospital was probably they're not as busy <laughs> um mm. so I did get some really good care in in Gloucester and and I, I had an epidural and it was all, you know, my induction process actually went quite well. I th I, you hear horror stories about inductions, yeah. you know, it's the one thing that people kind of try not to, 
they don't want to do. They think it's either it can take ages and you have to go on a drip and all this kind of stuff. With me, like I literally had a pessary. I walked to like Costa at the front of the hospital and I was like, no, that's it. We've got to turn around and go back. And I took to it really quickly. Um, so it might not have actually been the induction that brought on the labour. It might have been the sweep beforehand. Do you know what right. I mean? You, you just never know. But it was so quick that... Um, I don't know if that's normal for an induction. I don't know. but It's it's an interesting one because lots of people don't want to hear about other people's births um in fact some people are kind of like nope don't tell me I don't want to hear I don't want because you know they 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 maybe hear the horror stories and that's why George's um birth stories are so interesting because they're really positive experiences and actually some people that have been on the podcast like Nadia Zawala who was one mm. of our I think she was like our second guest on the yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. spoke about her home births and you know thinking that her she was channeling that her vagina was made from butter Do you yeah, remember? your <laughs> vagina is butter it's, it's butter yeah. and then the baby just came out and I was like oh my vagina was literally like double-sided sticky gaffer tape <laughs> it was like is there a baby gonna come out of here anytime soon so yeah ev- every labor is different but but um, we're going to answer your questions today. Um, and lots of people looking back on their births and lots of people currently pregnant and asking for advice. So do you want to kick us off, George? Yeah, let's start with this one. Um, how did you find birth worse or better than you expected? That's from another Zoe. Yeah, it's from Zoe. Um, well, I think let's be really honest here. My first one was worse. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> much much worse. But I I went into it with like one of those those big old Shire horses that had those blinkers on. You know the ones <laughs> that are just like no, no, no it's going to be fine. I'm just going to give birth in the water, and that's just what's going to happen. And then obviously everything went tits up, and it just turned into something completely different. So I wish, but that actually I learned so much from my from my labour yeah. that actually it not just about birth but about myself as a person that it's much much better to go into a situation for me armed with more um information and armed I I need to be much more flexible in life like I was quite sort of rigid in terms of like I had an idea I'd go for it a bit of a rottweiler and now I'm much more um tepid and gentle can you believe that am I I am I think you are yeah Yeah. I would never describe you as a rockweiler ever oh really no I think maybe when it comes to work and stuff I can be quite um I'm really ambitious not not hopefully not in an ugly way but I I just know you know I know what I want and I have to fight quite hard to get it and I think I sort of saw labor like that you know like like, a challenge like a challenge yeah, yeah 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 I know what you mean what about you um, mine definitely were better than um, I expected. I think with Axel, I was two weeks overdue. And that's, you know, that, that's the thing. When, when you, you're out and about, people are like, oh, how long have you got? And I'm, and I'm there going, well, I'm actually two weeks over. And they look at you like, oh, my God, that's awful. But actually, I didn't feel like that. I didn't yeah. feel like it was awful. I, I wasn't really that bothered that it was two weeks over. I was quite happy like prancing around Cheltenham it was a really sunny (laughs) summer and I was like well this is actually fine um and so then like the whole induction thing I guess in my head everyone has said it was going to be bad and then it wasn't so Mm. and and again like you 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 kind of had an expectation when you went in whereas maybe if I'd have gone into labor naturally I might have had an expectation but because all of that expectation had been taken away where I'd gone over and I knew that there was going to have to be some intervention like I knew that like that there wasn't a question over that it was going to yeah. have to be because I was going to be induced I was just kind of set up for like 
I'll just do what I'm told almost. Sure. You know, like I'll be induced and then if the pain gets too much and they say to me, would you like something? I'll say yes. And then that will be, you know, and then yeah, it will just go on from there. I have mm. to say, I did learn in my first birthday that I absolutely hated the water. Like I hated it. Did they you? Put me, yeah, they put me in like the, the bath or whatever. Um, it wasn't a pool. It was definitely a bath. Um, they put you in the bath. Yeah, you know, like it wasn't a birthing pool. Like I saw that. What they doing? Just saying, get this one into the It was just like, she yeah, she stinks. <laughs> um, it was it was a big bath. It wasn't like it didn't feel like a birth. But I hated it. I got in there and all I felt was hot and bothered. And I was like, no, this does not work for me. Get me out of here. Mm. I'm actually quite happy just laying on the bed. I was fine. Yeah. So um, some people hate. Just yeah, lying some on the people, it's so yeah. different, isn't it? I, I remember know. I got in yeah. the birthing pool and I remember us trying to watch we were we were watching narcos at the time about <laughs> Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Do you remember this? And every time we put an episode on, um, then I'd have these contractions that felt like because because Luna was back to back, spine on spine, the contractions were just almost like riding through constantly. So there'd be periods where they'd just be going on. And obviously I wasn't watching, and then I'd come up for air and I'd be like what's just happened? He'd be like, oh, I'll just rewind it. And then after sort of the 10th time of him going, can you rewind it? He'd be like, I'm not rewinding this episode again. You are now not part of Narcos. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> One of the funny things that happens during labor. Um, let's, let's take this from Danielle. I went for lunch on my due date and ended up giving birth in an ambulance on the way home. <laughs> Wow. Oh my God. Do you know what? When I was pregnant with Gigi, um, there was a lady who I would speak to on, on Mummers, like just in the DMs. I can't remember her name. I feel like it might have been Izzy. And she gave birth literally the day before I had Gigi. And she messaged right. me. She was like, I've given birth. I gave birth on the sofa this afternoon. And I was oh like, my gosh. oh my God. And you do hear about these stories, don't you? Like people literally just go out and they come back with a baby. Like yeah. just go out for the day and then come back. What an, amazing. what an amazing tale to tell. Like, no. yeah, just on the sofa, just, you know, trying to get to the uh, hospital. But no, but I mean, look, some people choose. It wasn't time, exactly. Um, this, uh, this is from Julia. Best piece of advice for immediately after the birth for mums and partners? Um, my best piece of advice is to work as a team. And, you know, even if you're listening to this, and you're a single parent, um, but you've got your your buddy or, you know, one of your parents or your best mate around, you, you've got to work as a team. In those moments, it's almost like um, the most incredible 400 meter relay that you've ever seen. It's like the baby's the baton and you just have to hand it over. And then whilst the other person's doing that leg, you have to sleep or rest or shower. Um, and I think, yeah, really, really going easy on yourself in those first few months, you know, just yeah. just like even if you don't get out the house for days, that's absolutely fine. Um, I was just so desperate to return to normal. You know, I wanted to feel like myself and look like myself. That I, a second time round, I was just so much more chilled and just I really enjoyed that process second time round more. Yeah, definitely. And I was just going to say like what, what she kind of says about immediately after birth, I would literally whoever it is who's given birth rest because you know the second you get home you're not like you're on your own but you kind of you know you sort of are it's just whoever you who it is who you're bringing the baby up with it's just you know it's just you 
And when you're in the hospital, you can actually rest. Like you can just lay there. There's nothing else that you need to do other than just make sure the baby's okay. Like you don't have to, you know, cook for yourself. You don't have to get yourself a drink. You don't have to worry about anything else. And I do think it's so important to try and rest like while you can and get all the advice as well while you're in the hospital. Mm. But um, if you give birth at home, which a lot of people yeah. listening to this will have done, still take that rest. Don't be frightened yes. yeah, to yeah, say yeah. to, your partner please you know can you get me some water or can you Mm. get me toast or can you bring me this because you know if you're if you're one of those people that likes to be active and and kind of is a bit of a go-getter and whatever whatever aspect of your life you're you might find it quite difficult just to stop that actually don't miss that moment yeah exactly. exactly it goes too quickly it does um, oh, look, there's another one here. I had my second daughter in my bathroom, totally unplanned, but I progressed so much faster. Wow. No, amazing. That's amazing. We'll be right back after this short break. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Katrina's just messaged saying it's a lot. Emergency C-section, baby in NICU and millions of visitors. Too much. Yeah, so yeah, true. That sounds a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely, it does. That sounds like a real lot to take on. All those millions of visitors as well. No, thank you. I know. Tell them to I go. made that mistake. I seriously, I made. I mean, I made that mistake twice actually. Mm. Really, you know, when you think about it. Mm. In fact, my in-laws came round. Right, so I gave birth to Gigi tonight, and literally, it was very, very quick. But I did actually stay overnight in the hospital because they didn't have like a. I think it was like the pediatrician or whatever on hand to check her over. So I'd been in the hospital, but I didn't have any plans to stay in. So James yeah. and my mum hadn't left me with any money to buy any food or you know like anything I was just there thinking I was going to get to go home in like 20 minutes and just kept going on and on so by the time I got home I was just so exhausted and so like I just want to go to bed and my in-laws turned up with a bottle of Whispering Angel and I sat drinking rosé oh god how fabby though at least it wasn't like your 10 quid bottle from the spa yeah but seriously though like what like what I hadn't even like had a you know I hadn't even had a second yeah it was too was too much it really yeah. was and actually it's quite disarming sometimes when people just sort of want to be there and it's really hard to say to people can you would you mind 
please could you go now even just a day like you just need a day to put yourself back oh, together especially like I close relatives yeah I mean no but you know like say for instance my mum I would have yes. my mum around the second after and you know I wouldn't want James to not have that equivalent like for him but I do think you need like a just some time to piece yeah. yourself like and kind of get your head around what's just Agreed. happened because totally I was still in like a complete blur at that point absolutely essentials for hospital bag that's from hannah george um i actually we have got a hospital highlight on our instagram page so that's always good to go back and have a look but i don't think you really need that much obviously you need all the stuff for baby like plenty of baby grows which i made the mistake of not doing yeah first time round, like the hats and the nappies and all of those kind of things but for yourself i would just make sure you have flip-flops because it's not that nice to walk around the hospital in like socks or bare feet really like some nice socks for when you're in bed um something that's gonna make you feel nice so even if you can't you know get into the bathroom and fully wash your face just some wipes or a spritzer for your face I find that because hospitals are so hot aren't they Mm. that that that's really nice snacks oh my gosh so many snacks and I've made that mistake twice as well (laughs) not enough snacks all I took was pick a mix and actually after eating a full bag of pick a mix you feel quite sick and you crave something that's like not pick a mix. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of sugary. Yeah, totally. I, I think a really nice cleansing balm. That was one thing that I absolutely loved having with me because yeah. and a flannel. So you can do like a hot, you can you know what that feeling where you've been through it <laughs> and yeah. all you want to do is wash your face and do like it's almost like having a having a sort of deep well it's like it's, it's like a, a reset cleanse. it's a reset yeah. so yeah definitely that really really helped and like georgia said like a, a mist or a spritz or something also you, i got really dry in the hospital so like i packed a body lotion I packed some Dr. Pawpaw for my lips. My lips were getting really dry and I used them on my hands and nails as well. Um, and and then obviously things like just like endless pairs of underwear, really nice loungewear set or some leggings, um, you know. Yeah, water bottle, like all those kind of, yeah. Definitely go and check out our highlights for it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, look, tour in three places, scarring only healed after two years has put me off having baby number two. <sighs> you hear this a lot, actually. Well, yeah. absolutely. And, and yeah. actually, mm-hmm. this, you know, you might be a good person, like, and a good candidate to go and speak to someone like Illy because... Mm. it's so I mean I haven't had a traumatic birth so it's it's easy for me to sit here and say like you shouldn't let that deter you from having a second child because you know obviously it's going to um but I guess you want to address it you really want to address it and make sure that that's that's not the thing that's standing in your way of doing it um yeah absolutely I mean I feel like I would be exactly the same yeah definitely and just just to that person Mm. I I, I hear you like my my tear my episiotomy was horrendous my tear was savage the second time around and and like sometimes I would sort of touch myself and I would be like that doesn't feel Mm. like my vagina anymore and it took it was really traumatic for me you know and even now sometimes you know I still look at it and I think oh and that, that still triggers quite a lot you know even though I feel okay now and I'm kind of recovered. My body is definitely different. And that's a level of acceptance. But like Georgia said, processing what happened to you and knowing that just because it's happened once doesn't mm. mean it will happen again um, is really, really important for your kind of yeah healing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
birthed my first on the bathroom floor, not planned, birthed my second at home in a pool. That's from Grace. Oh, Grace, what? Brilliant. I mean, second I mean, in, in home in a yeah. pool, brilliant. I know. And I feel like if you've had one child at home and it's been successful, then you're like a prime candidate, aren't you, to do it again? And you probably feel like it's the best thing for you. I'd love to hear the preamble to Grace birthing her first on the bathroom floor, not planned. Like what (laughs) happened to that point? Because you hear that, don't you, that lots of people just stay at home. They think they haven't progressed that far. And then suddenly there's a head poking out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know what? I, I don't know if you used to read these kind of magazines, but I always, when I was younger and not planning to have children yet, I I used to read magazines about like, I went into the bathroom and I didn't know I was pregnant and a baby came out. Yeah. And I, I was so horrified by these stories. <laughs> it was like they followed me around. And even like my work colleagues used to be like, you need to stop reading this stuff. But I was I became so engrossed with these stories. I felt like that was going to happen to me, yeah. like all the time. I felt like if I went to the toilet, I was going to it was going to happen to me, and I was going to be one of those people that came out with a baby. What, even um, when you weren't pregnant, no. Yes. What? Yeah, because that's what the stories they the stories used to say, like people not knowing that they were pregnant, and then they would go oh. into the toilet and go into. Le- and I, I, that it, I was just just going for a number so two, in- and then suddenly, oh look, there's little Johnny <laughs> in the bottom of the li- yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's funny, George. Yeah. Um, everything I'd wished for. Hypnobirthing in water, gas and air, five and a half hours total. What a positive birth story. That's brilliant. Yeah. But there's another one that. here. Induction and forceps put off anymore. How do I get over the first birth? I think, you know, we, we've yeah. obviously spoken yeah. about this a lot. It is about having a debrief, yep, going through exactly what happened and also knowing that every birth is completely different we've both had two completely different births so it doesn't just because something happened the first time it does not mean it's going to happen the second time totally agree have either of you had a postnatal assessment with a women's physio is it worth it that's from amy yes yes we have (laughs) yeah both of us yes totally worth it and yeah absolutely best thing you could do i think i paid about 75 quid for mine i want to say and it it was probably the best £75 I've ever spent because, yeah. you know, it's easy, isn't it? Like you maybe go and spend £75 on a couple of dresses in Zara or whatever. And, yeah. they, you know, you maybe don't wear them again after a couple of years. But going to see a women's physio after you've given birth, that is something that is going to help you f- for your whole life. So if you can, it's important. Yeah, definitely. In fact, Georgia was the one that said to me, look, why don't you book in to see somebody? Um, If you have a little Google, I love Clairborne um, Pelvic Health Physiotherapy. She came around to the house. She was absolutely wonderful. Obviously, it's it's fairly full on kind of with somebody that you've only just met. But, you know, we've been through labor. So all that sort of goes out the window. Um, And I sort of explained what was going on with my pelvic floor and obviously, you know, the tearing and everything else and just all the issues that I had. And she was amazing. Um, uh, She because of the tearing and obviously the nerves that had been cut when I had the episiotomy, I had no feeling down there. So I was trying to work on my pelvic floor. But because the nerves had been severed, I had no I just couldn't feel it. So I was actually squeezing my bum and not squeezing my pelvic floor. Anyway, so she identified all of that and I've had really good progress. I've spoken about this before, but it's definitely, definitely worth the money. Yeah, and also just to flag, like I went to see um, mine, well, she came to me actually about, I think it was 
was like maybe eight weeks after I had Gigi. And so I didn't even know if I had any issues yet. And she said that it's, it was really nice for someone to go to her without like saying, oh, I've got all of these problems. Because if you just go straight away, you almost can nip the problems that you might have had in the bud. Like they don't become problems because you've been there early she's told you what to do she's aided your recovery you've not gone and started exercising yeah. without seeing and and I do I just think it's I think it's invaluable there's um sort of a network of women's physios and they come under like mummy MOT so if you don't yep. live in London and you can't see the ones that we've mentioned before then go on the mummy MOT website and you can find one in your area basically there's loads amazing amazing um Lisa, if you could do it all again, would you have a home birth due next month? Um, no, no, not for me, <laughs> not for me though. But but I love hearing about home births, and I think great if that's where your head is at. But for me, uh, I'm a bit of a control freak, and I and I just needed to know that all of the things were around me that if anything went wrong or went wrong with baby you know I just felt safer there that was just me personally yeah um, plus I was in a rented I didn't have I think if you own your home and it's it's where you love like I was looking at my shitty curtains going like oh, I hate these curtains and I don't I didn't really want to give birth next to them do you know what I mean because they weren't mine so maybe that was my thing I don't know yeah I mean but you I don't know I don't know because if if I'd have known how my birth with Gigi was going to go, then yes, I would have rather have been at home because it would have been so much better just to get into my own bed after. But yeah. I didn't know that was going to happen. So it's very easy to sit here and go, yeah, I'd love to do a home birth. But like you, I don't know if that happened. The birth was easy because I felt relaxed and I was relaxed mm. because I had medical professionals around me. If I was at home, would I have felt like that? I don't know. Probably not. It's nothing I've, con- I'd never considered it before. One of my best mates had a home birth and it was amazing, her third. Mm. So if- Was that Lucy? Yeah, Lucy. Yeah, yeah. she had her first. She um, gave birth in her bathroom, actually. <laughs> Yeah, bathrooms seems bathrooms to be the place. The, the really the real hot room of the house. Isn't it? So I think it's easier to clean up. I think yeah, that oh, was right. so. That was her husband was like ushering her from the rug in their bedroom into the bathroom. Like, do <laughs> not give birth on this rug. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, this is from Tash. Her head moved down. Called nine nine nine. Four minutes later, she was here. <gasps> My now. Um, uh, sorry, my now ex-partner caught her and delivered her without any paramedics. So surreal, yet so special. Oh my wow. goodness. Wow. That is amazing. Absolutely amazing. That's incredible. This is interesting. Advice on just telling them you're coming in to give birth. Last time they wouldn't listen to me. That's from Joe. I think you hear this so often, like so often. That you you phone mm. you know you phone the um whatever it's the what's it called the birth suite whatever <laughs> wherever the place you go to the, mi- the, the midwife led unit or the hospital yeah, trust you phone or, the yeah, hospital exactly. there we go you yeah. phone the hospital and you say yeah I think I'm in labour and they almost go through all the questions with you and usually they don't believe that you are in labour and maybe half the time you're not and they're probably right but I know for me when I arrived at the hospital with Gigi and I said. 
please, I don't want to go in. <laughs> my words were, I don't want to go in the hippy dippy section. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Take me straight to the labour ward. I'd like an epidural. And they literally looked at me like, you can speak. You're not getting an epidural. You're not getting an yeah, epidural. Really, yeah. And yeah. then when they actually checked me over, they were like, Oh, okay, yep, cool. Let's take you on for pushing. Do you know what I mean? So they didn't believe Mm. that I was in labour and they probably would have sent me home. Like if it had been another day or they'd have been busy, they probably would have sent me home. And I do think you have to be really kind of, you have to know, you you just know, you just have to be forceful, not forceful, I don't mean that, but just very direct as in, yes, I know how, you know, I know how I feel when I'm in labour. I've done this before. I get it you know I I feel if yeah if you haven't done it before it's hard no if you haven't done it before I think it's very hard yeah. it's very hard to, to say because you mm. don't know do you you don't know how you're gonna feel I mean you'd know if you felt like you needed to push I'm sure yes oh my god yeah absolutely but I think I think um it's about the contractions isn't it and they say you have to have three and ten is that right I don't know I couldn't I mean, even we've count done it twice do we even yeah, know I couldn't even count I didn't. Really. I wish I'd stayed at home longer. I mean, I was in that midwife-led unit in Cheltenham for like two days, mm. not progressing, not progressing. Baby, I mean, it was just a night. It's just a nightmare. So, uh, hang on at home for as long as you can, but obviously, don't get to a situation if you don't want to give birth at home that you're um you're doing a Helen Skelton. Yeah, that would have been. It. Yeah, that would have been me. Been, yeah, James was trying yeah. to get me to watch the rest of Pierce. I love you because he said like <laughs> the oxytocin or whatever would yeah, kick in and help me. Yeah. But actually, if we'd have watched the end, Gigi was born by the end of the film do you know what I mean like she would have been born so that would not have worked or maybe it would who knows (laughs) who knows 28 weeks top tips uh for preparation for giving birth Georgia top three tips top three tips this is the most annoying thing to say to someone but honestly try to feel relaxed and calm I think that's like the number one tip, isn't it? It's like, Mm. do whatever will make you feel relaxed and calm. Like Zoe said, for her, she needed to know all of the information. She needed to know exactly what could have happened to feel calm. For me, I was a little bit more, I'll just have my head in the clouds and just not think about what could happen and I'll be all right. It's about just making sure you feel, yeah, you feel as relaxed as you possibly can do going into a situation like that. And so like whether that's, you know, listen to podcasts, whether that's listen to some hypnobirthing stuff, whether that's, you know, just preparing, like feeling prepared, getting getting your house prepared, if that makes you feel better. Um, I think it's just about doing what is going to make you feel the most relaxed. I completely agree. That's And actually, that's that's a great bit of advice. Yeah, my top tip, and I wish I'd done more of this, is the perineal massage because I actually was convinced that because I was quite strong and I was quite fit, I'd be able to push Luna out quite quickly. But actually, I think because I was kind of holding everything because I was so sort of tense and tight, I didn't do any massage in that area at all. And actually, I've had some really fantastic um, results from doing that weeks before you go and have the baby. So just make sure that that area is like being massaged and, you know, being sort of taken care of because it is a muscle. If that muscle's really tense, if you're tense, that muscle's tense, you know, we know what happens. Yeah, exactly. And actually as well, it's like preparing your skin as well so yeah. that it can stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, if you, I've heard of this thing where it's like, 
it's almost like stretching the area. It's like a balloon you use. I can't remember what it's called, but there is something you can do to almost like prepare yourself. Maybe, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, I think Vogue Williams may have spoken about it on the podcast. We need um, to get Vogue back on. Yes, we do. So maybe have a little Google about things like that that you can do because that's definitely worth it. Yeah, um, exactly. But other than that, my God, 28 weeks just enjoy enjoy your time enjoy, enjoy your free time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um thank you so much that is all we've got time for this week as always another brilliant q a your questions always absolutely fascinating so thank you because we couldn't do these friday episodes without you and every week we get more and more questions coming in we do try and get through them all as well so sorry if we didn't get to your question this week but try again next week um and please 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 rate review subscribe and follow the podcast we uh we would love a little review if you've got time to do one as well yeah please do and any suggestions as and any suggestions as always please just drop us a dm we're on at made by mamas or on zoe's own channel at zoe hardman and we'll be back next week made by mamas is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the wonderful imogen hart insanity group planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.